All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business of Love. Woo! Studio audience is live today. My name is Dan Lear. I'm your host. And I'm here with my co-host in business and in life, Jennifer Lear. Hey! Woo! Jennifer, how are you? I'm excellent. How, how are, are you? you? Yeah, I am really, really good. You are not, but you sure are acting like you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing yeah? good. I mean, I yeah. feel great. Yeah. I had a great week. You know, we um, we cut some fat out of my business. We uh-huh. were rocking and rolling. Good. Um, making some things happen. So we've made more progress in the last 10 days than I made in the last six months. That's amazing. Yeah, it's incredible. It truly is amazing. Is it interesting when um, certain things happen in your life for a reason and you think it's a loss in the beginning, but you realize that it's actually the best thing that could have ever happened to you? Yeah. Yep. Love that. Good for you. Good for you. So I know you're not feeling your best today, but yeah. of course you're always showing up like a champ. Of course. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm doing good. All right. Yeah, a little bit lightheaded, but um, mm. but I'm all right. I think I got too much sun and ate something that I shouldn't have, but that's all right. I'm here and, and feeling good. Well, I've got some advice for you. Tell me Since about you that. asked. Okay. Um, it's probably not a good idea to run the three-mile loop with... Um, <laughs> No hat on and getting sun on your face. That was an accident. Yeah, that was not, especially in 110 degree weather. It was actually only about 95 at that point, maybe at 98. But yeah, it was a bad, big mistake. <clears throat> That's crazy. Big mistake. Yep. Well, I'm glad you're, you live to tell about it. Yeah, I'm glad I'm here. That's so, hey, matters. today is a crazy topic. I'm excited about this topic. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is called the business of love. Uh, if you haven't been to our podcast before, we talk about the parallels between successful business and a successful relationship. Uh, being in the corporate world as an entrepreneur and a corporate employee or a leader for years, traveling all over the world, training and coaching, and Jennifer being in the entertainment business and now uh, in the business business, if you will. Um, <laughs> in the business business. In the business business. You know, we've seen, and I know that you've seen it if you're in business, people do anything to improve their business. They'll go to classes, they'll go to courses, they'll go to seminars, they'll work with people, they'll change their behavior, they'll be more patient. And yet, if we did the same thing in our relationship, wow, our relationship would just blossom. So this is called The Business of Love. Mm-hmm. And today's episode, baby. You like this title, don't oh, you? Oh, man, listen to this. Having a threesome. I'm excited about this <laughs> I knew you were. I, knew, I, I knew you were excited about I love that. It. Why don't you read the subtitle? Oh, the subtitle is Inviting Grace into Your Relationship. Yes, and not Grace the Woman. Grace as in giving somebody grace. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you oh. and anybody else out there. But yeah, I it's you were going to introduce me to some <laughs> Some hot grace, right? <laughs> I know a couple of girls named Grace. They're pretty <clears> hot. Nah, I knew what was happening here, yeah. but having a threesome and inviting grace mm-hmm. into your relationship. Yeah. And what this means is... You know, really making relationships easy uh, or as easy as possible, right? So, <clears throat> absolutely. So, oftentimes people get caught up in moments um, when somebody might act a certain way and they press your buttons, right? And so you immediately respond. You get irritated, agitated, defensive, whatever. And, um, you know, there's some, there's some situations where people could possibly be dismissive to you. And so it, you react right away. Or maybe they're distant. You get frustrated. Or, you know, you know, like I said, somebody just presses your buttons and you go into an automatic response. It happens to us all. Always. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just human nature, right? Yeah. I mean, we all do it. Some people are better than others at it. Yeah. And so oftentimes, you know, when somebody dismisses us or gives us, you know, they're short with us or impatient, we oftentimes just think, oh, he or she's such a jerk. Yeah. You know, we, yeah. that's what we do. But what I've learned, we've learned over the years, I think we all know this, is that um, we're all human. We're all human and people are going through things. Yeah. I mean, that's what I learned. It's like, right. I mean, we all know this. But when I got sick, 
And I remember just walking around sometimes. I didn't want to talk to anybody. Mm -hmm. I didn't want anybody to talk to me. I didn't want to look at anybody. Yeah. So when people addressed me, I was just like, you know, I didn't care. Yeah. Because I felt so bad and literally, yeah. you know, I didn't know. I thought I was going to die. So I don't want to talk to anybody. Yeah, absolutely. So I can see that now that from that perspective yeah. that everybody's going through stuff. Yeah. And so I got a much more patient after I went through that ordeal, obviously. Definitely. Well, and, and compounding on top of that. So <laughs> you were also going, I mean, you're going, you're, you weren't feeling good naturally because of the disease and what it was doing to your body, but right. you were going through chemotherapy and going through chemotherapy makes you very sensitive. So it agitates the nerves in the body. And so you would get agitated easily, um, was how you were experiencing that. And so you would get frustrated or agitated and short and, you know, so really it was on my side where I, I thought I was a patient person before this happened. Mm -hmm. um, and I realized I was nowhere near the patient person that I needed to be to, to allow you to go through that, you know, right. so to, to, to be that. And so I learned a lot during this time that I thought I had before, but nothing compared to what I experienced, you know, during your, during your, um, uh, treatment and then recovery. So, so let me just interject yeah. here. So it's really kind of a, just an underlying philosophy, right? That, 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 that we live by is that everybody's human mm -hmm. and that, always remember that people are going through something. Yeah. So it's just an underlying philosophy in interacting with people, especially with us. Absolutely. You know, because sometimes uh, maybe I'm not my best mm -hmm. and uh, you just realize that, you know, hey, I know who he is, but mm -hmm. he's just going through something and it's not personal. Right, right. right. So anyway, right. continue. It's not personal. And I often, and same thing, like, you know, people have, their spouse comes home and they're frustrated or distant or, you know, snappy or whatever else. And sometimes it just snappy. takes, yes, snappy. snappy. It takes them a second to, you know, kind of get out of it because they had a difficult day or they're having stress at work or they're going through, you know, other, you know, something, they had a bad phone call on the way home. You just don't know. And so giving somebody grace and time to kind of get through that. And we'll talk about strategies on how to um, unwind that a little bit later on. Mm -hmm. But, you know, one of my favorite books ever, you were talking about um, Stephen Covey and the Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. One of my favorite books of all time are is The Four Agreements. And The Four Agreements by you know, Don Miguel Ruiz. And it, it truly rocked my world. It was so simple and so profound. And two of the agreements that I want to talk about today are, um, or one of the agreements I want to talk about today is don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally because it's it's not about you, right? Um, and it's easier said than done. Right, of course, of course. <laughs> it's easier said than done. So. Okay, so like, yeah, I mean, so it's easy to say, hey, don't th take anything personally. I mean, mm -hmm. that's an easy thing to say. And like Jennifer said, it's easier said mm -hmm. than done. So what I want the viewers to know is that's a skill. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, it's easy to say, hey, don't take, take things personally. Mm -hmm. But that's a skill that you and I work on. Yes. You know, it's just like, when someone says something, everybody's sensitive to people who aren't kind or don't respond the way that we think they should mm -hmm. based on our model of the world. Right. right? And that's key right there, it right? Is. Based on our model of the world. And, and how if you we want to know more about models of the world, tune in to my 8 o'clock a.m. A webinar every Sunday morning. Yeah. Every Sunday morning. And we're teaching strategies on success, NLP strategies, model of the world, how to communicate more effectively. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's where you need to be. Um, but yeah, it's a skill. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, it's, it's easy to say that, but it's just something you develop. You know, yes. you develop to do that. Very much so. And it's a lifelong practice, Very right? Much so. I mean, it's something that we work on, and it's a philosophy, and it's a lifelong practice that we mm -hmm. utilize every single day. It's just, you know, not taking it personally. Yeah, we have to work on that. So, and, and just like everything else, quite honestly, that we talk about is it's a, these are lifelong practices. Yes. These are, li these are not, I, I didn't, 
I didn't come into this relationship with a lot of the knowledge that I have. I learned a lot of it through the relationship. Um, a lot from you, a lot from the things that you teach, a lot of things of, that you've learned over the years, and a lot of things that I had been studying for a long time as well and or had learned along the way. And, you know, and it's interesting because, you know, the only the, they say the only real way to learn is to learn in relationship. Why? Because you're you're with somebody and you're rubbing against each other. Right. And that friction and frustration <clears throat> um, smooths you out. Yeah. So it's just like the two gems, or it's like when you know they're they're uh, the the old you know saying of you know, the the way that you smooth out your rough edges is by yeah. Can right. I jump in on yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely. That's interesting because I never thought about that before. Because you're not able to work on your relationship skills or you're not able to work on some of these lifelong skills about yeah. not taking it personally unless you're actually in a relationship. Exactly right. Because you can be single yeah. and not spend a lot of time with everybody and think that you're this you know, Zen master. Right. <laughs> well, but it's just like golf, right? Yeah. You can think about golf all you want, yeah. but unless you're practicing it and you have bad holes and bad days and bad games... Right. You're never going to get better. Exactly right. So that's a really interesting thing yeah. I never thought about. You are so brilliant. Oh my gosh, oh baby, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but anyway, that was a good uh, <laughs> but, but but it's true. And so when you look at those instances, those frustrations, if you have frustrations with people, they're there to teach you. They're there to help you. They're mm -hmm. here, they're there to to stretch you and help you grow. Right. So when you can look at something as a blessing rather than a frustration and God, I was, you know, this person wasn't around me, but you look at it as a blessing and understanding that they're for you. They're there for you. Right. You're gonna have a different understanding around it and a different, you know, uh, a different uh, feeling towards the whole situation. Right. So. Right. Um, so something another a philosophy is just like understanding that nothing that others do is because yeah. of you. And that's a huge thing. Nothing that other people do or feel is because mm -hmm. of you. Yeah. And so, you know, people's language patterns is ours. You made me feel this way. Mm -hmm. Or you did this and then I did that. Mm -hmm. Or you caused me to do this. But the fact is, is that that's not true. Yeah. Because people, they are in charge of their own behaviors. Right. And so when they are eliciting their behavior on you... That has nothing to do with you. It's how they're interpreting whatever's going on in their world. 100%. And we've talked about this before. It's about taking the power back for yourself. Yep. So rather than saying somebody made me made me do this or made me feel this way, no, you made you feel that way. Um, but let's find out why. Leo, mm -hmm. let's find out what you need to do in the future to um, either stand up for yourself right. or um, articulate your thoughts or you know make this come across because it's always a matter of them uh, giving the power away to somebody else. And so it's it's important to, to make that distinction. Yeah, there's a great quote, and I'm not, not good at quotes, but somebody said something like, uh, nobody can make you feel bad without your own consent. Mm, exactly right. right. I don't exactly. think it's that, but it's something similar to that. And yeah, the without fact your the permission. Is, it's yep. just you are in control of what's going on. Yeah, very much so. And so, you know, oftentimes it happens in business with leaders too, of right? Course. So leaders are talking to their their people that are working for them and they're short, dismissive, you know, something along those lines. And I have a girlfriend of mine who's dealing with that now with her boss. And she's just, oh, he just makes me feel so bad. And he's so dismissive of me or he's, you know, he's so rude and he's so short. And I said, well, I'd love to chat with you about that because there's, there's some ways that you can, first of all, allow it to roll off your back like it's nothing because you know who you are and you can understand that that's who he is. But it really is about um, in the way that you, you look at it. Um, and also, you know, it's uh, a girlfriend of mine is going through something in her marriage where her husband 
had a, had a deep loss, a couple losses in their world. And so he is- Like business losses? Uh, uh, um, personal losses. Personal People losses. passed away <clears throat> suddenly, me. died suddenly. And so he's really withdrawn. So he's really inside himself, which a lot of men do, right? They go and go into their proverbial cave to go and think or do something. But it, rather than being offended by that or being frustrated by that, it's really giving them grace and allowing them to go and, and take care of those things. You know, So in instances like that, when somebody needs time and space, and they're distant um, it's giving them grace to go do so I remember when we were dating and you were really distant and this was very rare because you were always so present with me and I knew something was going on and um, you it was a if it was a few days you were really really distant with me and it was within the first like six to eight months and and I asked you what was going on. You're like, no, nah, I just got some things on my mind, you know. And you just kept giving me that answer. Just got some things on my mind. And you were so not with me. And so I said, okay, cool. I get that. And if you'll just ask me one question, totally leave you alone. Like, are you okay with me? Am I okay with you? You know, is, is it about me? And you're like, no, 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 no. It's other stuff. I've just come to some things in my mind. You and I are okay. I said, okay, great. So then I could be at ease. And I could let you go through whatever you were going through at the time. Right. And it was a few days. It was almost a week's time, actually, that, that, that time. And I just knew that to give you grace and then that you were going through some stuff. And you know what? I didn't need anything from you. I just wanted to give and serve. And so whatever I could give and, and um, create that space for you was something that was important. So I could have gotten frustrated or scared or is he into somebody else or, you know, um, you know, what's happening? Did I do something? And rather than that, I just asked about it so that we could, you know, I could clear yeah. my mind and then and then be in a great space for me to give you whatever you needed at that time. And right. it happened to be time, time and space. Right. And so I gave you time and space. And then yep. you came back to me when you were ready. So I always knew that <clears throat> when you were ready, you would come back. And so oftentimes people like want to chase, you yeah. know, and then they chase that person away. So, um, but in that instance, but um, so when somebody is either withdrawn or distant, it's really, really great to give them that space and allow it to go. And, you know, typically, energetically speaking, right, when you chase something, it runs away. Yes. When you stay back and you you are firm in your, in your space and your grounding, um, it'll come back to you. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what it did. But so, um, you know, kind of going back to um, what we were talking about, don't take anything personally. The other thing is um, nothing, what we were talking about, nothing others do is because of you. The next part of that is nothing others say and do is a, or what others say and do is a projection of their own reality. So when they're frustrated or they bite at you or they have um, a misconception of something that's going on, it's their filter, right? It's their world of, of their reality. And um, on this, I had a client that was so upset about something. It was a project that I had started three years ago with this person. And um, she put it on hold. And um, she, came, she came back, wanted to restart it. And then her assumptions were, it was, it was she, her, with her filter, she thought it was something that's totally different. I don't know if it's because there was so much time that went by. <laughs> but um, anyway, she, we finished the project for her. And, and she came back with a real, you know, frustrated, kind of nasty letter and didn't want to pay pay what what was owed. And so, and I wasn't upset. I mean, her, her letter could have upset anybody. And 
I thought, wow, she, I just, for some reason, I really had understanding that she was seeing something through a whole different filter. Okay. Like she was seeing something through a whole different lens. And um, so I could be really calm and not defensive and, you know, just be really, you know, straight and answer, be very logical, you know, with my answer to her. Right. And, you know, so I think that's important to note. Absolutely. When those things happen. And this happens in personal relationships and business relationships, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, a guy comes, a uh, husband can be frustrated about something. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wife can be frustrated about mm. something and bite at you for, um, or, you know, get short with you. Right. And because they're seeing things through, through one lens and you're acting from another. And so, you know, when you can really be really centered in who you are and come back in a nice, um, grounded uh even tone and have a conversation it changes the whole dynamic right and we had that situation happen the other day i remember right yeah. you were having a a webinar and yeah. uh it was with a, an agency yeah. that you were talking to and i asked you about why you were doing it because mm -hmm. um, i was curious yeah you know because uh i was wondering why you were doing it mm -hmm. because i asked you is it was it is it revenue generating yeah you know because obviously i was judging and i was coming from a different perspective and so why don't you you know tell you tell tell how you responded to that. yeah i said this is something that i wanted to do and and needed to do for me it was something about it was a confidence builder it was reminding me who i was because i needed that reminding and it was something that would allow me to go out with confidence and to do other work. And so where, where it wasn't immediate revenue producing for me, it was immediate self-esteem building for me to be able to go out with confidence and, and continue what I was doing in my projects. And so it was valuable. Right. In my realm. Right. You know, I didn't care if it was valuable in yours. You know, yeah. it was something mm -hmm. that was valuable in mine. So I, I, I knew uh, from which angle you were coming. And so I was able to address that yeah i guess what's great about our relationship if i if i could give us some props is that i did ask you about that you did. and, and uh, i don't i wasn't accusatory um no. it could it could have been maybe my tone wasn't loving but it wasn't you know attacking mm -mm. yet you told me what you told me and i said oh that makes sense yeah and so boom i was satisfied you're staying, holding your ground but be able yeah. to communicate and that was it yeah very much and so. so you did not let my opinions or my judgment of what was going on affect who you were. So yeah. that was a great example that just happened two days ago. Yeah, definitely. So, and, and but I had to work on that too. So yes. especially with you. So I had to remember that what my choices are my choices for a reason, and what are you know, I know my husband's going to ask about my choices and so um, be able to articulate them and to know why I do something and so it's, I've gotten so much better at that because I don't like even though it wasn't confrontational whatsoever I don't like any confrontation or somebody judging yeah. something that I'm doing and so it makes me shut down so I I've had to work on that and be able to stop myself from shutting down and be able to communicate effectively right right which is great yeah which is great so I've been doing a lot of work on that yeah so uh, a point to that is that when you're immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't mm -hmm. be a victim of needless suffering. Right. So when you build yourself to the fact that you're immune to the opinions of others, you don't have to go through that needless suffering. And what happens in today's world, what you know, is one of the ways that happens is like simply on a, a social media post. Right. You might make a social media post. Um, some people could respond in a different way. And if, if, if you're not immune to that, um, mm -hmm. you could take you back and make you feel uncertain or make you feel inferior or make you feel embarrassed. Right. 
you know, but that's just a great example of that. You have to be immune from what other people think because they're living in their own world. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So, you know, we have some action steps here. Let's hit them. All right. Action steps. Take the first one. I think you like this one. Action steps. Okay. So again, we are reviewing having a threesome and inviting Grace into your relationships. I'm still waiting for Grace to come. When is she coming? (laughs) (laughs) She's already, she's already here. (laughs) Action steps. Number one, this is kind of interesting. And, um, Think about a, a virtual reality game, yeah. right? So you're playing a virtual reality game uh, and you can see pictures of others in your mind and you see them playing a different VR game. Yes. So when somebody's not responding the way you want them to or they're acting inappropriately or they're d- dismissing you, you can actually think about they're in a different VR game than you are Yeah. because we are really in a VR game Yeah. because we have totally different worlds that we're experiencing. Yeah. And for us to assume that they understand what's happening in our world and to get upset about something they say is insensitive just doesn't make any sense, Mm -mm. even though I get it. Yes, I get it too. Just think that people are living in different worlds, have a different operating system. And so never, never get all jacked up when someone throws their opinion at you Mm -hmm. because it's just what it is. Take number two as well, please. Number two is called think and respond. Now, no, it's think, respond, and then act versus react Mm. right so you say something to me or you're dismissive versus me going what the hell is your problem Mm -hmm. or something i would never say because it's a no you never (laughs) that's never never come out of your mouth um Uh, but but, i've heard that come out of other people's (laughs) mouths yes um think about what they said and then respond Mm -hmm. versus reacting it's just that extra breath and that comes with maturity you know it's as uh as we grow and mature we typically get better and better at that yeah definitely not to respond to things that just don't make any sense and right. um so yeah so oftentimes people um just bleh, yeah. like the first thing that comes to their mind they say and i actually had the opposite problem i would edit too much because i was afraid to say the first thing that came to my mind so i would <laughs> i would truly i would edit and miss opportunities to say something in in to say something good you know mm-hmm. for the relationship so you know there's two ends of that spectrum yep and, um, you know, so, so the third action step is adapting the philosophy that you're not responsible for how others feel um, or what they do. And so one of my, another favorite book of mine is It's None of My Business, What You Think of Me and, or What You Think About Me. And I can't think of the author, the author but she was friggin' awesome. Like, it's a great book. It's an older book. It's been around for quite a so while. So it's called, it's called um, oh, you said adopt the philosophy. That's what you said. You said adopt the philosophy of yeah. you're not responsible. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, Sorry, do- I yeah. just heard you. No, it's okay. And so, you know, I, I was, that book helped me so much because I was like, oh, I don't need their approval or opinion or anything else. And and it's okay if they don't like what I do. It's okay if they have a different opinion. And mm-hmm. I can really stay within myself and be individual. And and so that was, that was game changing for me. Awesome. Yep. Um, and so number four is one of my very favorite ones. Um, don't react, be curious. So be curious instead of reacting. And so this is something that takes practice because oftentimes when we react, it's a button that's been pushed. It's a, it's a neural pathway that's been created. So we don't think about how we're going to react in a situation. We just react. And oftentimes it's, it's a defense, right? So it's, it's defense for us. Um, and it's when somebody, we feel attacked or we feel judged yeah. or we feel something, we immediately react. Yep. And like I said, it's a neural pathway that's been created. It's, it's a natural thing. It's not bad because we need it in case we're ever in danger. That's right. So this is in case we're ever in danger. Right. Um, however, when somebody does something to you in a personal way, um, you know, with words or conversation, and it frustrates you or it it pushes your buttons, 
at that time, it's really time to to get curious and and say, "Gee, well, what you know? What do you mean about that? You know, or gee, gosh, are you, you know, you are you okay today? Like, yeah. you know, so yeah. it, it, what we'll do is it's something that's so um, different that'll stop the pattern. It'll typically make the person that's talking to you if they are short <laughs> or um, cutting or whatever. Um, it'll make them stop and rethink and go. Oh, why? What did I say? You know, because sometimes they don't even mean it that way. Some of those people don't even, like you, sometimes people don't even know that they're talking in that manner, right? Right. Because right. you would say something short to me, and, and I would say, are, are you okay today? Like, mm-hmm. what's, are you mad at me? And you go, no, why? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, because you're sure acting like it, you know? And so, but it was a really great way for us to be able to interact right. and me to not get offended or right. get... Um, uh, get sad, you know, about right. our interaction because it would. Yeah. So what was great about that is, is you actually do that and you've done it, um, multiple times. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, when you'd say that to me, it's a quick, like automatically, Oh geez, you're, you know, you're being a jerk. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and so it, it's easy for me to reset because yeah. obviously I'm not looking to upset you. I'm not looking to make you feel bad. Yeah. I'm just having a different tone right now, yeah. or I'm just in a different place. And so that's one thing you've done great. And mm-hmm. you know, my previous relationship, my ex-wife was um, not as uh, balanced as you are, I guess, or just just different, right? Mm-hmm. And so her personality style was more, more like mine. Explosive. Yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, so if I was like that to her, she was a different person. So she might just fire back at me, which <laughs> oftentimes didn't work well. So then it would be on me to kind of bring it down. Mm-hmm. So the fact of the matter is you just happen to be a different person. Yeah. Um a different type of de- developmental person. Yeah, just different, different on the spectrum for sure. And so you're able to do that, which really helped me grow. Yeah. Well, and, you know, people have this in work relationships too, right? So if you're like my girlfriend who has the very difficult boss and one of the things that I was coaching her on is is saying, is everything okay? Like, you know, because it, it really will, it really, first of all, she really does care. Right. And so it that helps the situation. And or um, say, Hey, is it, if this is not a good time to talk, because I can tell you're a little frustrated, um, right. or I can tell you know this is maybe not the best time for you. We can chat another time. So if you're going to talk to your boss and they're frustrated with you, or they, they have this you know short tone or or whatever, you can always kind of um, unwind that conversation with that type of verbiage, and um, it's really great for your spouse or for your partner. And when you know, because people get frustrated, they get tired, or they get lonely or they get uh, hungry or they you know they get out of balance somehow and so they'll bite back at you and you can just diffuse that immediately and work on that so um anyway that's uh that's a that's a good one yep so number five yes number five is uh be proactive yep and meaning uh think right now where have i or where do i get triggered by someone Mm -hmm. so it's really like in the self-evaluation yes so be proactive about looking inside and saying where do i or how do i get triggered by someone and then what can I do in the future? Yeah. So I know that um, I know that you shared this strategy with me. And so what, what I know that you meant by that is that if, if I had a boss or, or let's say my partner, we're talking mm-hmm. about relationships, yeah. right? Um, if you have a certain response to me that causes me to feel a certain way or something, mm-hmm. being proactive and saying, hmm, next time that she says this, um, I know that it's coming, so I don't. It's not going to make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be proactive and mm-hmm. know in advance, and then adjust my language. Exactly right. So it's right. really just learning again, yes. learning from the relationship and how you can adjust what you're doing yes. to get the response you're looking for. Absolutely, and truly creating, like I said, a new neural pathway 
um, before that happens. So you can't, it's, it's, if you know this now, it's very difficult to be in that situation and go, hmm, how do I want to spawn right now? You know, like mm -hmm. it's, it's really good to know, okay, this guy triggers me. The next time this happens, I'm going to say this mm -hmm. in this way. It's like preparing yourself. It's literally like, you know, one of the, um, uh, this is a trick I learned from the high level comedians I used to work with. So they would be in our shows and they yeah. would do, you know, a comedy set. And there's this one guy who was brilliant with um, uh, hecklers. Ah. And he would just fire away with hecklers all the time. And I asked him, I said, how do you do that? Like, how do you think of those things? He goes, I don't think of those things on the spot. He goes, every, every once in a while I do. He said, I have a file. He said, I've been, I, I, have, I have things that I'm prepared to say. So when somebody says something to me in a certain situation, my brain knows what file to pull and say that thing in that moment. Yeah, so true. And I think it's brilliant. That's so true. And it's brilliant in this situation too. So it's really about you know being prepared to be curious about something and say, hmm, you know, I love uh, uh, our friend Nirka, right? You know, I think about, hmm, get curious about something. And when somebody responds or says something to you that would normally push your buttons, say, hmm, I wonder what they're going through right now. You doing okay? But that was just a great point though about it's a skill. Yes. Because I know in my business, being a, a speaker, a corporate keynote speaker, um, if there's stuff that does come up from audiences, you mm. know, I know how to handle it. Yes. I know if someone heckles, yes. I know if someone interrupts, I know mm -hmm. if somebody wants to talk more than they should, yeah. I know how to handle that because it's not my first time and yeah. I'm proactive. So yeah. again, bingo, that's brilliant. Yeah. So one, there's one last thing here that I'd like to, um, mention is that you can say, okay, that's all well and good, but I get frustrated fast or I get offended fast or I get, you know, I feel this way when somebody does this to me and, a big key on this and what we've talked about throughout is working on forgiving yourself for your um, idiosyncrasies or your um, places when, when maybe you're not the best. And so uh, it's funny, I mentioned this, we mentioned the beginning of the podcast, but not throughout, and it really is time to give grace. So it's time to give grace to somebody else and to know that they might be going through something, but it's also time to give grace to yourself and forgive yourself for anything you might do that you're not proud of or you don't like, because that way you don't have to judge somebody else. But if you forgive yourself first and, and love yourself for who you are, good, bad, and ugly because we all have it mm -hmm. we all have our dark sides um you know i i, I work on that stuff all the time and mm -hmm. mostly i work on forgiving myself for the things that i don't like about me mm -hmm. and so it's easier to then not judge somebody else not to react and not to get offended um or defensive with somebody else because you can know they're human as well we are not perfect mm -hmm. and especially in relationship um whether it's in at the workplace or it's at home you know we are rubbing up against each other all the time and it really is about giving each other grace and being and, and forgiveness and 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 showing love and support, right? Absolutely. That was awesome, baby. Thanks. That was great. So again, this is called having a threesome and inviting grace into your relationship. And the action steps, I'm just gonna review them real quick because there were six of them. Number one is think of a VR video game when the other person's seeing a totally different world than you are. Number two is think and respond versus react. Number three is adopt the philosophy that you're not responsible for uh, how others feel or what they do. And Jennifer mentioned a book that's titled, It's None of My Business of What People Think About Me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, number four is be curious versus reacting. Um, you know, asking the question, hmm, is there something going on? Are you okay? Mm -hmm. uh, number five is be proactive. Uh, where have I or where do I get frustrated or where does somebody trigger me? And so you can think about that next time of how you might respond. And number six is working on forgiving yourself first about not being perfect or some of your idiosyncrasies or some, some things you don't like about yourself. So those are great action steps, Jennifer. 
Yeah, I just want to make sure that we we cited that book. Um, what you think of me is none of my business. I totally said that wrong, and I apologize. Mm. Um, and it's Terry Cole Whitaker. So Terry Cole Whitaker, what you think of me is none of my business. What you think of me is none of my yep. business. That's great. Yeah. So there just want go. to make that right, and we'll have that in the in the notes as well. I love it. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being here today. And by the way, if you're liking our podcast and you're ready to go to the next level, go to our website, www.businessoflove.vegas and go to our Relationship Weekend. So just go take a look at our Relationship Weekend. We have couples coming out to Vegas. We put them through a two-day course on communication, relationships, business, um, life strategies, communications, uh, sex expectations, sex meetings, all this good stuff that we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to happen. So you're going to walk. You're going to walk out of Vegas on fire, and uh, it's going to feel like it's your first week. Yeah. So anyway, thanks a lot. You're amazing today. Thank you. Appreciate so are you, you being here. And I know you're not feeling great, but no one would ever know. This is wonderful. Yeah. You Love are this really stuff. mentally tough, more than anybody would ever know. You're so funny. You are. <laughs> you are. You're. You're a sleeper. <laughs> You are. It's so one thing I got about you over the years is like uh, you're so soft and just so loving and kind, and and then like you know, I find out three 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 hours later that you've been vomiting all day or something like that. <laughs> Nobody knows about it. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> need like, to be in anybody know, else's world. That's just you're amazing. So anyway, <laughs> thank you for being so incredible. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being part of the business of love, Jennifer. You're incredible, and uh, we'll see you next week. See ya. Sounds good.